Ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to introduce a new sponsor to the podcast. Hillsdale College has been a longtime sponsor of the broadcast. And for the new year, they've graciously agreed to exclusively sponsor the first hour or segment of the podcast. I believe deeply in the principles and mission of Hillsdale College, which I share with you during the upcoming segment. My thanks and appreciation to Hillsdale College for their long partnership with the show. And now, the podcast. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877 877-381-3811. See, folks. The Michael Cohen testimony. What was it? Seven hours? Nine hours? Let me tell you what's been going on here. We now have politicians performing for the media. We now have Congress performing for the media. That's what's going on here. Only the most radical kook leftist Democrats, and that would include the leadership in the House and the miscreants who follow them, care what Michael Cohen has to say. I even heard it said on some of these cable shows that Michael Cohen's no John De- <laughs> Michael Cohen's no John Dean. I said, what, what does that mean? John Dean was a liar, lost his law license. I think he spent time in jail. It's my recollection anyway. Meaning Michael Cohen is worse. Well, what's the difference? What's the difference? So now Congress... Politicians, they perform for the media. I think one of the greatest things we could do, and I don't mean the government, I mean we, the consumer of news and quasi-news and propaganda, I think the greatest thing we can do is tell them to stop 24-7 news. I think since we've had 24-7 news and, and pseudo-news, you know what I'm talking about, Everything they use under the nomenclature of news and the vast majority of which is not. I think 24-7 is, is a big part of the problem. If they could only do news or would only do news a few hours a day, they'd actually have to think about it. But instead we get every <laughs> yokel and buffoon, every clown professor going in there talking about presidents are racist and this is going, who needs this? I think there ought to just be more channels that have, you know, Pawn Stars or uh, American Picker or uh, these shows on HGTV that I like. The country would be far better off, and we'd actually have better news, too, because they have to fill all these time slots. So there was a hearing today. It had nothing to do with Russia, had nothing to do with Russian collusion. Nothing whatsoever. What was the purpose of today's hearing? Remember, under Article 1, our legislature, our national legislature, Congress, the reason it has oversight hearings is to determine if there's any laws that need to be made. Did that happen with Michael Cohen? No. It was a trash Trump fest all day long. And again, they're performing for the media, and the media's doing what the media do, 
Headline after headline after headline. Breaking news! Breaking! Oh, news alert! Were we attacked by the Chinese? No! Now, Michael Cohen just called the president a liar. Oh, my God! You mean the same guy that pled guilty to lying to Congress and was under oath? The same guy who lied on his taxes, the same guy who lied to get loans, the same guy who lied and lied and lied. Yes. And Elijah Cummings at the end comes off like, we're doing this for democracy. Our democracy is under attack, you see, because Hillary didn't win. Now, folks, this whole thing has been orchestrated by the Clinton mob Hillary and B.J., Bill Jefferson Clinton. Hillary Rotten Clinton and B.J. Clinton. Because Lanny Davis was there. Lanny Davis is the putz of all putzes. And he was smirking and smiling, unless that's his usual look, that constipated look. I'm sure he had a great deal to do with Cohen's opening statement. Cohen even gave a closing statement. And uh, this whole thing was orchestrated between the Clintons and Elijah Cummings with their uh, handyman, Lanny Davis, in between. This whole thing has been manufactured, like so much, like Russia collusion. The Clinton mob did that too, working with the Obama mob. And this country has been dragged down for over two years because Hillary Clinton wouldn't give it up and Obama wouldn't give it up. And their surrogates in and out of Congress and in and out of the media won't give it up. Today was an embarrassment to Elijah Cummings and the Democrats on his committee and in the House of Representatives. A terrible embarrassment. A terrible embarrassment. And the news is Trump has yet to respond. Trump has yet to respond. So now, you see, this is the center of the earth. This is the center of American life. That Michael Cohen testified under oath, so don't worry. The Democrats put on a spectacle, and the president hasn't responded. Now, he's over there in Vietnam, dealing with the inbred from North Korea, trying to get him to stop with the nukes, stop aiming at American cities, to try and unravel what he's done. He is attacked for this, the president. He's dismissed. And they even run this circus today to try and draw attention away from it. Every news program, and I'm not a news program, but every news program led with Michael Cohen, not North Korea. Michael Cohen? Why do I care what Michael Cohen says? Well, you're going to care a little bit because I'm going to play some of it. Not to fill time, but so you can see what's going on. And so all day, and you watch into tonight, the news programs, not opinion, the news programs are going to be pushing this. They're going to be pushing this. This is free time for the Democrats and the left to continue to trash the president of the United States under the the rubric of freedom of the press. Freedom of the press. I'll give you an example. You're four hours in today, and Nora O'Donnell of CBS News, who they're now whispering about making her uh, the anchor on, on CBS Nightly News. Boy, has that dropped. And this is what she has to say, but listen to this. Cut 12, go. 
And now what has been uh, a four-hour-long hearing, we hear from, heard from Michael Cohen, what might be the most damaging testimony for a president since former White House counsel John Dean uh, testified against President Nixon during the Watergate hearings. Some extraordinary revelations from Michael Cohen, who is convicted for lying to Congress and his credibility questioned repeatedly. Then why did you just promote it? Extraordinary revelations. Now, ladies and gentlemen, any extraordinary revelations would have been known by the Southern District of New York and the Special Counsel. Cohen also called the president a racist. Many, many people who've worked with the president, who are not part of our white privilege community, who are minorities, uh, have disputed this people who've worked with the President of the United States. But here we are, you see, we have a multi-count felonious liar who goes in front of this House committee and says, look, I apologize for everything I did. I screwed up my life. I was a liar. But now I'm telling the truth. Now I'm clean. Now I'm straight as an arrow. And Trump is a racist, and he's a cheat, and he does this, and he does that, and he did. Oh, okay. When I listened to that opening statement, it was cringing. I said, Lanny Davis wrote this. He wrote this. And the media love every minute of it. Now, where was I going to go? Oh, yes. Let's start at the beginning. We're not going to spend all night on this, but we have to spend part of it. And I'm going to take a break so we have a nice, significant segment. And we will start with Michael Cohen, who will no longer be a lawyer, who will be in prison. I don't know how long, I guess three years, on good behavior, maybe less. And then he will be a legal analyst. I'm no question about it for CNN. Mark Lovin. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it appears that the new congressional leadership is on a course to impede our liberty, your liberty and mine and the future liberty of your children and your grandchildren. Many of our representatives simply don't understand or care about the critical imperative to preserve our liberty. And it would seem that some of these so-called progressives actually seek to kill it. And these progressives are quite unlikely to understand or learn these things, which is why we have to. We need to overcome them. Our founding fathers counted on we the people to hold our government in check and be Being able to do that means understanding the proper role of Congress. Now, to help us understand this critical issue for a limited time, my friends at Hillsdale College have brought their powerful online course on the history and proper role of Congress back, absolutely free to equip all of us to know what we should expect of our Congress. I encourage you to check out this course, but not just you, your family, your friends, your co-workers, your neighbors. Spread the word of liberty like Hillsdale College is. Hillsdale is on an important mission to restore liberty in our great country. And for a limited time, you can take their excellent and enlightening online courses for free. I urge you to sign up right now for this critical course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Learn how Congress used to work and why it doesn't work anymore. Learn more about liberty. Spread the word. Go to levinforhillsdale.com. Soon to be prisoner number 11783 
at a hearing today. So compelling is this liar, this felon, this perjurer, including lying to Congress, that Elijah Cummings and the Democrats felt that his hearing was important all day long. India and Pakistan are about to go to war. could be nuclear war at some point. There's all kinds of things going on in the world. But this is the lead all over the country. Cut one, go. I am ashamed of my own failings and publicly accepted responsibility for them by pleading guilty in the Southern District of New York. I am ashamed of my weakness and my misplaced loyalty of the things I did for Mr. Trump in an effort to protect and promote him. I am ashamed that I chose to take part in concealing Mr. Trump's illicit acts rather than listening to my own conscience. I am ashamed because I know what Mr. Trump is. He is a racist. He is a con man. And he is a cheat. And that sentence right there was written, no doubt, either by or with the assistance of Lanny Davis to grab headlines. To grab newspaper headlines. I am just wondering the purpose of this hearing. The only purpose of this hearing could be uh, to smear the President of the United States. That's not the legitimate purpose of a congressional hearing. But Cohen wasn't done, you see. He's a new man now. Cut to go. Mr. Trump is a racist. The country has seen Mr. Trump court white supremacists. Okay, okay, so this guy really has no first-hand knowledge, although he'll say he does, but he starts off by telling us what we saw in Charlottesville, and I will continue to say that the President of the United States was not embracing white supremacists. When the President of the United States talked about S-hole countries, he was right. He wasn't talking about S-hole countries because of race, but because they're backward in many respects. They're poor. They're run by dictators, which is why people are trying to flee those S-hole countries and come to the United States. Dick Durbin leaked that out because he wanted to score points, and of course, he knew the media, who he was performing for, would run with it and call the president a racist. They've got to drag down his support in the African-American community because it was rising. Because it was rising. Go ahead. You have heard him call poorer countries holes. His private, in private, he is even worse. He once asked me if I can name a country run by a black person that wasn't all. Now, you know, I seriously doubt that. Isn't that a little too convenient, folks? Like the other hoax the other week? President uses S-holes to members of Congress about these real crap countries where people are starving to death, where there's no rule of law, where there there are police states. (coughs) Excuse me. And so we're to believe now that the president had previously at some point used the same exact language to Cohen and specifically said country run by a black person that wasn't an asshole? Go ahead. 
This was when Barack Obama was president of the United States. I really doubt it. You see what I mean? It's just a little too puzzle pieces being put together here. Go ahead. And while we were once driving through a struggling neighborhood in Chicago, he commented that only black people could live that way. Yeah, right. And he told me that black people would never vote for him because they were too stupid. You know what, folks? I know this is painful. This is what the hearing was about, smearing the president. He gets up there, a disgruntled former lawyer, and he just spews this stuff, and that's good enough. It's how they used that psychologist or professor, Ford. That's how they used him, her, to smear a Supreme Court nominee. That's how they used Anita Hill to smear a Supreme Court nominee. They're really good at this, particularly Lanny Davis, Hillary Clinton, and that crowd, that ilk. Go ahead. And yet, I continue to work for him. And yet, I'm so ashamed I continue to work for him. Well, Jim Jordan had about enough of that. And here was Jim Jordan, who was terrific, at the hearing today. Cut three, go. I want everyone in this room to think about this. The first announced witness for the 116th Congress is a guy who is going to prison in two months for lying to Congress. Mr. Chairman, your chairmanship will always be identified with this hearing. And we all need to understand what this is. This is the Michael Cohen hearing presented by Lanny Davis. That's right. Lanny Davis choreographed the whole darn thing. The Clinton's best friend, loyalist, operative, Lanny Davis put this all together. You know how we know? He told our staff. He told the committee staff. He said the hearing was his idea. He selected this committee. He had to talk Michael Cohen into coming. And most importantly, he had to persuade the chairman to actually have it. He told us it took two months to get that job done. But here we are. He talked him into it. This might be the first time someone convicted of lying to Congress has appeared again so quickly in front of Congress. Certainly it's the first time a convicted perjurer has been brought back to be a star witness in a hearing. And there's a reason this is the first, because no other committee would do it. Think about this. With Mr. Cohen here, this committee, we got lots of lawyers on this committee. This committee is actually encouraging a witness to violate attorney-client privilege. Mr. Chairman, when we legitimize dishonesty, we delegitimize this institution. We're supposed to pursue the truth, but you have stacked the deck against the truth. We're only allowed to ask certain questions. Even with that amendment you just told us about, well, Russ is now on the table. You initially told us we can't ask questions about the special counsel, can't ask questions about the Southern District of New York, can't ask questions about Russia. Nope. No, 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 because Lanny told the chairman that he doesn't want his client having to answer questions about any of that. So the chairman dutifully followed Lanny's orders. I'll be right back. The new congressional leadership is in town, but there's nothing new about what they're pushing. Big government, centralized government, iron-fisted government, higher taxes, more regulations, open borders. 
They're on a mission to obstruct our freedom and undermine our sovereignty. Yours, mine, all of ours. And too many representatives don't care. This is the nature of progressivism. It's an ideological poison. And the best way to fight it is with knowledge, information about liberty, about the Declaration, about the Constitution, and how Congress is supposed to work. It's up to we, the people, to understand what our government is and is not supposed to do. And that includes Congress. And thankfully, my good friends at Hillsdale College have brought back the powerful online course on the history and proper role of Congress, and it's absolutely free. Please take advantage of this remarkable offer to equip yourself, your family, your friends, your neighbors with the knowledge that all of us should have about our Congress and our government generally. Hillsdale College is on a critical mission to restore liberty in our great country. And you can take their excellent online courses for free for a limited time. So sign up right now for this important course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Learn how Congress used to work and why it doesn't anymore so we can do something about it. Go to levinforhillsdale.com. The champion of liberty and true conservatism. Call Mark now. 877-381-3811. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, I'm looking on a website, one of my favorite ones, and they have a copy of a check that Donald Trump signed. I wonder if that went to the non-disclosure agreement funding, Mr. Producer. Is that where that went? Maybe it did. Let me see here. I can't see very well. It's to Michael Cohen. Yeah. Now, ladies and gentlemen, can I ask you a few questions? While Donald Trump has been president of the United States, did he sleep with an intern? Like John Kennedy? No. Did he have an intern perform oral sex on him like Bill Clinton? No. Has there been a hint of moral misbehavior by the President of the United States in the Oval Office? Not even a hint. What about Lyndon Johnson? He was a notorious, not just womanizer, but sexual harasser. Bill Clinton abused women in the Oval Office. Ask Kathleen Willey. The Democrats nominated and elected a man who was accused of raping a woman when he was Attorney General, Juanita Broderick. Now we're told that it was a mistake to impeach Bill Clinton over sex. Bill Clinton wasn't impeached over sex. Bill Clinton was impeached because he committed perjury and he obstructed justice. Not in firing his FBI director, but in litigation. So you're not allowed to fix a court case. Subsequently, he was held in contempt by a federal judge, and he didn't challenge it, and subsequently he lost his law license for eight years in Arkansas and at the Supreme Court. Tell me, what has President Trump done in the Oval Office specifically that warrants this kind of hysteria? Wow, we have a check that he signed in a non-disclosure agreement, an NDA. What else? I mean, quite seriously. I'm racking my brain. I can't think of anything. No intern scandal. No sexual assault scandal. None of that. Many of you are too young to know any of this. And so you're listening and you're probably shocked. You ready for this one? 
Donald Trump is perhaps one of the best behaving presidents of the United States in terms of these types of things that we've had. Him, Nixon, Reagan, Ford, mostly Republicans, but you know what I mean. And yet, look, we have a a person, I haven't really dug into this, who accuses the President Trump of trying to kiss her on the lips during the campaign. She turned her head, so he wound up getting the corner of her mouth and the rest of her facial cheek. She's been on TV and she got a lot of attention. She's filed a federal lawsuit. Compare this to the great Democrats who served in the Oval Office. I mean, we don't even, the two people who were there say it never happened. But it doesn't matter to the media in this country, because remember, they're driving all this, and these politicians and I guess litigants are performing for the media. My dear friend Matt Drudge, and he is, he has a headline up there on his front page Dems draw blood, Cohen downloads on Trump. They didn't draw blood. And Cohen can download on whomever he wishes. He puts his hand in the air. He swears to tell the truth under penalty of perjury. Uh, He did that before. And that's one of the reasons he's going to prison. So this is quite remarkable to me. They keep dragging things up that occurred or may have occurred that are said to have occurred where he's accused anyway before he was president of the United States. Before he was president of the United States. John Kennedy, when he was United States Senator, had an affair with an East German spy who was married to a member of the American military. And they quickly shuttled her off back to Germany so it wouldn't become an issue. An East German spy. Anybody concerned about that? No, no, no. Ask Chris Matthews. No, 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 no. Ask W.C. Scarborough over there with the bulbous nose. Ask him. You'll confound him. He won't know what to say. Or some of the youngsters on radio and TV, they'll say, oh, that's whataboutism. No, it's called history. History is a good thing to know. It's a good thing to know. A a very good thing to know. So while women and young women were being shuttled in and out of the John Kennedy Oval Office and swimming pool... While women and young women were being shuttled in and out of the White House under Lyndon Johnson's rather substantial nose. While Bill Clinton was being defended by Democrats until it was too late, where our friend Matt Drudge and others exposed what had taken place with Monica Lewinsky and so forth. The media sat on it. You and I are supposed to get all worked up because Donald Trump has done absolutely nothing Untoward in the Oval Office while he's been president of the United States. Nothing. But there's a check. Oh, there's a check. No, I wouldn't live like any of these people, and I never do, and I never will. But we're not talking about me. We're talking about conduct of presidents. And it's interesting uh, the way the left talks about this. We've never had a president who's conducted himself this way. What way? What way? Which way? He's been very tame in the Oval Office, the President of the United States, unlike many of his predecessors. 
Well, his abuse of power. We now have members of the Senate, including one friend of mine, <clears throat> who's a very solid conservative, really noodling over this National Emergencies Act. I, I've had it with Cohen. I'm, I mean, poor Mr. Producer, and he put all these audio together. In my, I, I'm sick of this guy. Sick of him. Sick of him. They're noodling over it. I'm not sure about the National Emergencies Act, if it's a constitutional. Really? And what exactly is unconstitutional about it? The Congress passed a statute, but Congress can't delegate this kind of authority to a president. Well, now you tell us, after 50 years, what awakened you all of a sudden? But substantively, we've talked about this at length, and two bad members of the Senate don't listen to this program, or should. Or if they do, they just decide to go out on their own. Nothing complicated about this. This has nothing to do with what Obama did, write legislation effectively in the Oval Office like DACA. This president hasn't done that. He's triggered a provision of the National Emergencies Act. He's triggered a provision of the Defense Part funding, uh, Army Corps of Engineer funding, where he is specifically allowed to move some funds around. My God, he's a dictator. We're here to defend democracy. To hear the Democrats talk about defending democracy while they're talking about a wealth tax, a, a 70 to 90 percent marginal rate income tax, while they're talking about forcing other people to pay for other people to go to college for free, while they're talking about enslaving people in the healthcare industry to the right to health care. You all have the right to health care. You have the right to get off your ass in this country and make something of yourself. You have the right to pursue happiness. You have the right to live your life. Well, there's the check, Mr. Producer. It's on Fox. Oh, my God, it's massive. $35,000 and no cents. It's on the screen. Hush money. Hush money. Not hush money. It's a non-disclosure agreement. And I'll bet my friends on that cable channel, as well as my non-friends on MSLSD, on uh, CNN, NBC, ABC, CBS, all the rest of the crap, I guarantee you they've signed non-disclosure agreements. Hush money. Is this something we didn't know? We already knew all this. So now we have, now for the 50, oh, now we get graphics. Look at the picture of the check. Now we get graphics. Where'd they get a picture of the check? From Cohen? He kept a copy of the check? Must have handed it to old Lanny there. Like to see his checks. So now you're supposed to be all glum and disgusted. What we had today was another Washington exercise in futility and idiocy. Because that's what Washington does. And you want to give them more of your money? You want to give them more power? You want to surrender more of your liberty to these people? Sitting on the committee? Sitting in Congress? All they do is sit on their asses. May I say with all due respect. There's a lot of things that need to be in this country. A lot of things that need to be fixed. And most of the things that need to be fixed are what Congress has done in the past. What is Congress doing about Social Security, which has gone broke in about 15 years? What are they doing about Medicare that's going to go broke in about eight years? What are they doing about Obamacare that's breaking the backs of most citizens in this country? All three, they're going to expand them. There's a proposal to expand Social Security. There's a proposal to expand Medicare. Medicare for all! Which would, of course, devour Obamacare along the way. 
Obamacare was supposed to fix everything, and eight and a half years later, it has fixed nothing. I have an idea. Let's give the same people who pushed Obamacare more money. I have an idea. Social Security's going broke. Let's expand it. I have an idea. Medicare's going broke in eight years. Let's give it to everybody. Now, may I provide you with a footnote? The reason Social Security and Medicare supposedly passed constitutional muster starting in the 1930s with the Supreme Court is because the argument the government made, which was a lie, uh, was that it was not a entitlement program. It was a pay-as-you-go program. Well, then I have to ask you a question. How are you going to expand Medicare for all if everybody hasn't paid into Medicare over the years? Like newly minted immigrants slash citizens. How are you going to give, how are you going to expand that program and then still claim it's a pay-as-you-go program? to pass constitutional muster. I would just say this as I did yesterday to my conservative friends in the Senate, Ted, Mike, others. If you think the National Emergencies Act is unconstitutional, you have an obligation to be consistent. If you think it violates separation of powers, you have an obligation to challenge the entirety of the administrative state, virtually every department and agency, and virtually every federal program. Are you prepared to do that? Or is this just the one thing that bugs you? where we have statutory authority in three different places. That doesn't mean it's constitutional. Well, then why didn't you raise it two, three, four, five years ago when Obama used it? If you thought it was such a uh, disaster when it comes to separation of powers. Meanwhile, many of the same people, I don't know about those two, but they'll say, let the courts decide. Let the courts decide? Now, there is a violation of separation of powers. The president gets to decide what a national emergency is. And if he needs to move funds around legally, let the courts decide. You hear the left say this all the time. We oppose the violation of separation of powers. Let the courts decide. That's a violation of separation of powers. But there's the check. There's the check. There's the check, ladies and gentlemen. There is the evidence that Donald Trump paid for a national excuse me, for a a non-disclosure agreement. My goodness. You know, we've talked about when Ted Kennedy tried to undermine our elections, and we had Professor Ken Gore here, who was working with the KGB and the head of uh, the Soviet Union through his pal John Tunney. All the years that Kennedy was alive after that, they never held one congressional hearing. And Professor Ken Gore was not invited on a single program to discuss this. That's how concerned they are about the Logan Act. That's how concerned they are about collusion. That's how concerned they are. Can you imagine if the lawyers who assisted Ted Kennedy on Chappaquiddick were dragged before a congressional committee to testify? That never happened. So why is Michael Cohen there? Can you imagine that? I'll be right back. Lovin. I want to thank our sponsor, Hillsdale College, for all they do to try and maintain the greatness of America. You know, most colleges have enough trouble maintaining the greatness on their own campuses, and they have declined. 
and they have fallen into cultural rot. Not Hillsdale College. It's a special place. And now they reach out to all citizens of the country to spread the word of liberty, the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, capitalism, all the great things that make America what she is today. And now that Congress is under new leadership, it already seems to be on a mission to thwart our liberty, doesn't it? Yours and mine. But too many representatives don't know how to preserve liberty, and too many of them don't care. We call them progressives. But I'm not interested in the progressives. I'm interested in you, we the people. It's up to we the people to retain what we have earned and to retain what we have received from our founding fathers. And our founding fathers counted on we the people to hold our government in check. And being able to do that means understanding the proper role of Congress. That's why for a limited time, my good friends at Hillsdale have brought their powerful online course on the history and proper role of Congress back, absolutely free, to equip all of us to know what we should expect of our Congress. Hillsdale is on a mission to restore liberty like the rest of us. And you can take their excellent online course for free for a limited time. Sign up today for this critical course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Learn how Congress used to work and why it doesn't anymore. Learn about liberty, the Declaration, the Constitution. Go to levinforhillsdale.com. We start a discussion now. It'll carry over to the next hour. You all know, and most of you agree with me, that one of the greatest leaders in the world is Benjamin Netanyahu. He's the Churchill of Israel, the Churchill of the Middle East. And when Obama was president, he was the leader of the free world. He's moved Israel from a socialist-based economy to a capitalist-based economy, where their economy is thriving. Their technological inventions are second only, really, to the United States. And Israel is facing enemies all across the world, but particularly in its own region. And they have a combat veteran who knows exactly what he's doing and how he's dealing with Iran and Hezbollah and Hamas. Very few countries have such a leader. England had Churchill and Thatcher. We had Reagan, and now I believe Trump. Very few countries have such a great leader. And yet, like the left in America, the left in these other countries do not care. They have as their purpose to take power, to get power, to hold power, even if it means damaging their own country, Excuse me. Even if it means damaging their own country and the safety of their own country. And you have in the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and in the American President Donald Trump a truly unique friendship and working relationship. And now, like in the United States with Robert Mueller, they have a Robert Mueller in Israel. Attorney General Avachi Mandelblit. Or Aviche Mandelblit. Whatever. And guess what he's going to do tomorrow? And it is tomorrow in Israel. Guess what he's planning to do? He's planning to indict the Prime Minister of Israel. 
And I want to tell you about this. What a Mickey Mouse clown show this guy, this attorney general, is leading. It is such an incredible disgrace. We'll be right back. From the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877 877-381-3811. This is not being covered in the American media at all said it's endless Michael Cohen, so we will change that right now. The Attorney General of Israel is going to, or by the time you hear this may have already, indicted the Prime Minister of Israel based on recommendations by police. They have a very different and quite frankly bizarre system in Israel. Now, what exactly did the Prime Minister do to draw the intention of investigators in the first place? This has gone on a long time. And now, charges, and I might note, charges about a month and a half before they're all critical elections. And so, of course, that's not politically based, is it, ladies and gentlemen? Can you imagine? Justice is supposed to be blind except, of course, when it comes going after Benjamin Netanyahu. Then there's no justice at all. Well, there's case 1,000, case 2,000, and case 4,000. This is going to seem a little odd to we Americans who embrace freedom. But you see, in the first case, it appears that the prime minister was the recipient of cigars and champagne. He likes to smoke cigars. But the theory of the Attorney General's case is he took too many cigars and he took too much champagne. Now I want you to think about that for a second. And these are from friends. He took too many cigars and too much champagne. And not only that, allegedly he was going to give favors in exchange for cigars and champagne. Now, this is Mickey Mouse. This is pathetic. And you're going to charge the prime minister of your country with a crime? What crime? How many cigars are you allowed to take? How much champagne are you allowed to take? From friends. Well, their statute doesn't say. It doesn't much matter, does it? Because the prosecutor, the attorney general, wants to take out the prime minister. And how do we know that? Because these charges are being brought right before their election. Then we have something that's actually more diabolical. This case 2000 and then another case 4000. Now you can go on the internet and get into the particulars. I'm not going to get into all the particulars. But these involve newspapers. The newspapers in Israel except for one, maybe, are extremely left-wing. 
They cannot stand Netanyahu. They cannot stand the Likud party or the other conservative or religious parties. Almost a monopoly of ideology. They don't have a Fox News channel. They don't have conservative talk radio. They have ultra left-wing media. And like the media in this country, they hate Netanyahu. As the media in this country hate Trump and, I might add, Netanyahu. And so essentially the Prime Minister says to this publisher, hey look, it would be nice if you tried to be a little bit of Balanced. It would be nice if I could get a break from you guys. It'd be nice. But you see, the Attorney General says that was an exchange for favors promised. Like what? What were these favors that were promised? What was he going to do? Shut down a competing newspaper? No, 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 no. They have very few competing newspapers in Israel. Well, what was he going to do? Well, Alan Dershowitz addressed this briefly. He says, in this matter, more than 40 Knesset and cabinet members voted in favor of the newspaper. That is, changing a regulation in favor of the newspaper. While Prime Minister Netanyahu effectively killed the bill and went to elections. Many of these Knesset members, he writes, then received positive coverage in that newspaper. Yet they were not investigated. Only the prime minister who killed the bill, he killed the bill, is being prosecuted. This disparity illustrates the enormous discretion prosecutors have in selectively prosecuting alleged violators of this open-ended prosecutorial tool. You're going to bring down a prime minister based on this? Cigars, champagne, any phony, phony matters involving publishers? If he did every single thing they said he did, so what? So what? But he didn't, did he? And yet they're going to charge him, if they haven't already by the time I finish speaking to you on this radio program. The Churchill of the Middle East. The Reagan of the Middle East. Now, what kind of people do this when a country is surrounded by enemies? What kind of people do this when your prime minister has been such a tremendous leader that under his leadership... Jerusalem is recognized as the capital of Israel by the United States, which the United States had refused to do up to this point. And the American embassy has moved from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem while he's prime minister. And while he's been prime minister, he has aggressively, aggressively fought the Iranians in Syria, refusing to allow them to have any foothold whatsoever. Which means, consider his diplomatic skills in dealing with the Russians and Vladimir Putin and having to fend off his enemies as well as Turkey. It's been quite remarkable. Quite remarkable. And look at the Israeli economy. 
tiny little country. Because Netanyahu moved from centralized, iron-fisted socialism, which had for so long plagued the people of Israel, to free markets with tax policies and regulatory policies where the economy has exploded the creation of wealth the standard of living technological advances not just in the military although that would be enough but commercial, civilian, technological advances particularly in the medical fields under his stewardship for nine years off and on, give and take You're going to indict the prime minister over cigars and champagne and over what we call in this country freedom of speech because you don't like the kind of speech that he exercised? This is a death wish. It's a disgrace, and I say that as an American. Looking from afar, thousands and thousands of miles into little Israel. And replace them with what? Mealy mouths? Who have no relationship whatsoever with the United States? Who couldn't figure out their way out of a paper bag? They're going to work with, with Putin? They're going to confront the Iranians? Is this really the time to remove a prime minister like this? And what kind of a criminal justice system do they have in that country? When one man, an attorney general, can attempt to bring down a government and bring down a candidacy over cigars and champagne and free speech... Pretty unbelievable. You know who's rooting for this attorney general? Not just the left in Israel, of course. You know who's rooting for this attorney general? The regime in Tehran. The regime in Damascus. The regime in Turkey. All the regimes that chant death to Israel. And not just them. You know who else is rooting for this attorney general? Over cigars and champagne and free speech? The appeasement Europeans. The French. Among others. You know who else is rooting for this attorney general? The world's anti-Semites who want to see Israel destroyed. That's who this attorney general stands with. That's who the left in Israel stands with. The left in Israel really is no different than the left in the United States of America. They put their party first, their political ambitions first, and they put them before a country. Then they wrap themselves in their country's flag, and they pretend that they're standing up for the rule of law. They're standing up against cigars and champagne and free speech. Oh, yes. They'll teach Netanyahu while their enemies salivate, sharpen their knives. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. 
This is an ally and has everything to do with us. You see how the left plays things out. You see what they're doing. It's the same left in our own country, same media in our own country, same out-of-control prosecutors in Mueller's office in the Southern District in New York in our country. They will not hesitate, will not hesitate to do the sorts of things that you see that are taking place in this country and over there. State of the Union address, President Trump talked about the progress his administration has made in cutting red tape to get less expensive generic drugs to market faster. And that's good. We've been discussing drug pricing on this show since the beginning of the year. But what he didn't talk about was how Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar is pushing a drug pricing plan that includes price controls. He's the Bernie Sanders of the Trump administration. We don't want price controls in the U.S. Why? Well, they don't work, and we don't want rationing. Most of the world's groundbreaking drug treatments were invented, researched, and tested in the USA, where American companies fund 44% of all the world's medical research and development. In the U.K., only 74% of many cancer treatments developed since 2011 are available. In Japan, less than half... And in socialist Greece, only 8%. That would be Bernie Sanders' nirvana. Compare that to the U.S. where 95% are available. Well, this plan will kill that. So I'm speaking out against Secretary Azar's plan, the plan in this administration, frankly, because price controls lead to scarcity, rationing, limited supply, increased demand, denied access, and few dollars invested in research and innovation, and that is a threat to your health. Let us not turn our pharmaceutical system and our drugs over to the left, to Congress, and the bureaucracy. What a disaster. Get the facts. Go to truehealthcarefacts.com, truehealthcarefacts.com. That's truehealthcarefacts.com. Oh, yes. Case 1000, this is the way the Times of Israel talks about these charges involving suspicions, suspicions that the prime minister received gifts and benefits. We're talking about cigars and champagne from billionaire benefactors in exchange for favors. Mandel Blit will reportedly charge Netanyahu with breach of trust. A somewhat murkily defined offense relating to an official violating the trust the public has placed in him. That, I mean, this is in the times of Israel. In case 2000, involving suspicions, Netanyahu agreed with Yidoth, I can't pronounce them, Aranath, newspaper publisher Arnon Moses, to weaken a rival daily in return for more favorable coverage from Yidoth. Mendelblit will reportedly also charge the premier with breach of trust. Breach of trust. I mean, if that's the view, you're going to take a crime tape and wrap it around the entire Knesset and our Congress, by the way. In case fourth, listen to this Mickey Mouse stuff. Widely seen as the most serious against the premier, he's suspected of having advanced regulatory decisions that benefited Bezek, controlling shareholder... Excuse me. Shaul Elovich, in exchange for positive coverage from the Elovich-owned Walla News site. 
Mandelblit, he's the attorney general, is reportedly going to announce he's charging Netanyahu with bribery. So charges a breach of trust and one of bribery? Well, what exactly did Netanyahu get in exchange for whatever it is he's said to have done, ladies and gentlemen? Positive press coverage? This is just insane. Absolutely insane. And, of course, they're leaking to the media in advance what they plan to do. Another, uh, another specialty from our own uh, criminal justice system. If indeed charged, Netanyahu will be notified that he can request a hearing to contest the planned indictment. The hearing process could take up to a year, during which time Netanyahu is not legally obligated to step down. It's not clear if Netanyahu could continue to serve after being formally charged with criminal offenses. So here you have this attorney general who's going to drag his nation into a crisis. These ambiguous laws, ambiguous fact patterns, Mickey Mouse nonsense, and it's not clear if Netanyahu could continue to serve after being formally charged with offenses. Netanyahu has denied any wrongdoing in all three cases and has alleged that the investigations against him are a witch hunt involving the left, the media, and the police relentlessly pressuring a weak attorney general. Responding to reports, a spokesman for Netanyahu called the allegations of bribery ridiculous and said Netanyahu did not receive anything, anything, or give anything. The coverage in Walla, the newspaper, was negative and intensified ahead of the elections, the spokesman said. Look, look, at, how they're, <coughs> look at how they're looking at this. Well, did he get positive press, negative press? Did Netanyahu enrich himself? No, but it doesn't matter. We got a breach of trust. Well, we have found one prosecutor who's actually worse than Robert Mueller, I think, Mr. Producer, haven't we? I'll be right back. With a daily fake news dump pouring through your TV, mobile phones and computers, you may have missed some real news like the recent study in the journal Cell Metabolism. Scientists suspected a correlation between growing rates of obesity and processed foods, but what this study discovered was that these foods also appear to lead people to overeat. Here's the bottom line. You need fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet, which is why I recommend that you start taking Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. It helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. This is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickhouseLevin.com, that's BrickhouseLevin.com, and you'll get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. You know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickhouseLevin.com, BrickhouseLevin.com, offer code LEVIN. But there's only one, Mark Levin, and you can call him 
at 877-381-3811. You know, given uh, there are so many in Congress who advocate socialist policies, it's no wonder that the president reminds Americans how it's freedom, freedom that improves lives. The so-called progressives might control the House, but it's still up to us to control them. Our founding fathers counted on we the people to hold our government in check. And in order to do that, you must know the legal role of Congress. There is a free, easy way to learn the basics. A free, easy way to learn the basics. Through most of March, Hillsdale College is offering their free online course on the powers the Constitution gives to Congress and what it doesn't. Hillsdale is on a mission to restore liberty in our great country. So do your part. Let's all do our part by registering now to take their excellent course on the Congress for free and then watch it anytime you want. Take it with your book club, your small group, or your kids. You'll learn more in each each session, all under an hour, than you ever did in school. And you'll be equipped to hold your congressman accountable. Sign up today for this crucial course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. What would we do without that college? What would we do without that college? All right, Mr. Producer, it's on your shoulders. We're going to start off with a caller this evening. Who do you suggest? WTRW Rich in Pennsylvania. Go. Hey, Mr. Levin, I just want to say, Benjamin Netanyahu, several years back, said the most powerful words I ever heard from a European leader. He said, where could you land? Well, hold on now. He's not a European leader. No, in front of Europe, as the Israeli leader, the European leaders. Yes. At the United Nations. As an American, he said the most powerful words I could ever remember. He said, as somebody landed in the Middle East... Where could you be safe besides Israel? And I'll never forget that. Mr. Netanyahu, I'll double you on that. There's nowhere in Europe I will feel safe getting off the plane except Israel. All right, sir. Thank you for your call. All right, Rich, what do you got next? WABC, Lou in the Nutmeg State, Connecticut. Go. <laughs> uh, glad to have you back in the saddle, Martha. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, as you know, because you spent considerable time on it, wiretapping is a very serious offense. And correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think Michael uh, Cohen was actually charged with it. Most jurisdictions, you got to have an audible, since you're on the phone, you got to have an audible sound recording at the beginning or under the supervision of a police because you're a victim of a crime. I, I don't know what the rule is in New York, to be honest with you. But generally, you've got to have... But most people don't have their lawyer taping them either. Well, that's this is to my point, Mark. You know, with all this hullabaloo and all this testimony, and by the way, I did not subject myself to listening to it, only what was on the top of the bottom of the news breaks. Um, not one crime, not discussion of a single crime, not a discussion of any bigotry, and not any Russian collusion did Michael Cohen capture on tape. Well, he alleged racism, but he can allege whatever he wants. Oh, I see your point. There's nothing on tape. There's nothing on tape. Mm-hmm. And a person that is prone to this kind of pejorative or epithet, he's going he's gonna to be a regular, he's going to capture on tape, considering the 
the library that Cohen amassed. So mm-hmm. I think that that speaks to something, and no one ever asked them that question. Well, I don't know what they asked, because honestly, I only watched about 20 minutes of it. Mr. Producer put all these beautiful clips together, and I got sick of listening to this guy's voice. So I didn't play them all. It's a ter- terrible thing, the, the, the manipulation, the, uh, the marriage of the media and the Democratic caucus. It's so true. And you know what? It's more and more, it's, it's obvious, it, it, it are, it's the media driving the agenda. Even more than the Democrats. All right, my friend, thank you. I want to get to something. We can discuss all these things. We've got plenty of time. Cory Booker on Pitchfork Economics podcast yesterday. Cory Booker. I want you to listen to this. Cut 16, go. I always say that my father, if you were in heaven when, around the time my father was born, even if you were a black guy like my dad, and you were going to pick a country to be born in, the United States would be at the top of your list because we had we were we were expanding middle class at a rate that that there was creating opportunity. But now, if you're going to be born poor on the planet Earth, the United States of America uh, is not going to be that necessarily. If you're just looking to get out of poverty, if that's your only metric, this is not necessarily the top country if you're going to be born poor to get out, and and that's actually an assault on the very idea of the American dream. And so I, I think we need to be the party of reclaiming the dream. What is he talking about? Don't you all get sick and tired of people who vote for people like this and all they do is trash the country? They even lie about the country. Cory Booker, what a loser. What a lightweight. Really incredible. There's a great piece in the uh, Hill newspaper, and the great pieces there are few and far between, quite frankly, by John Solomon, who is a truly great reporter. And I'll tell you what's interesting about this piece. It's by John Solomon, opinion contributor. Now, when John Solomon gives his opinion, he says he's giving his opinion. If he doesn't say he's giving his opinion, he's writing as a journalist. That's the way it's supposed to be done. He says, in the Tony Award-winning musical, Evita, the lead character, Eva Perón, famously sings the song, Don't Cry For Me, Argentina, imploring her fellow citizens not to mourn her impending death. It's a powerful song of no regrets from a conflicted character seemingly at peace with sleeping her way to the top of Argentina's power structure, then using her perch to try to make a better country. Let the record reflect that after Wednesday's nationally televised congressional hearing, Former Trump fixer Michael Cohen is no Eva Perone. Sure, by his own description, Cohen was conflicted and he clearly prostituted himself on his way to the top of the Trump organization. He lied to Congress, tape-recorded his own client, threatened academics, rigged polls, uh, disguised hush money, and committed crimes while reaping enormous personal financial reward. But he did not make America or the Trump Organization a better place. And the now disbarred attorney, unlike Eva Perone, repeatedly sought to portray himself today as a victim of a client he described as a mob boss. He overtly solicited Americans to cry for him in his mournful story of post-conviction regret. I'm going to prison and have shattered the safety and security that I tried so hard to provide for my family, he told the same Congress to which he had previously lied and sworn testimony. 
Over the past year or so, I've done some real soul-searching. I see now that my ambition and the intoxication of Trump power had much to do with the bad decision I made. For the next few hours, he impugned every person he ever worked for (coughs) or with as he tried to make the case that he somehow was under the irrepressible spell of Donald J. Trump. His tawdry tales of life inside the Trump organization felt like a collection of the British tabloids' best hits on the royal family, filled with salacious anecdotes that had little to do with the plight of everyday Americans or issues worthy of the court of law. It should be noted that clients such as Trump hire lawyers to give them advice to avoid committing crimes, not facilitate them. And those lawyers who admit to taking the low road seldom ask for sorrow and pity afterwards. But Michael Cohen did. I cannot recall in my lifetime a Congress resummoning a witness who admitted lying to lawmakers for a hearing that afforded the fanfare to Cohen on Wednesday, writes Solomon. But the House Democrats now in control of the 116th Congress did exactly that. And Cohen gleefully thanked them for defending his honor and affording him a curtain call. I wish to especially thank Speaker Pelosi for her statements in Exhibit 9 to protect this institution and me, he testified at one point. Yet once you strip the dramatic anti-Evita performance from Cohen's testimony, it is important to understand the key admissions of Cohen's current story if you're willing to believe an admitted liar. Cohen told lawmakers he had no proof of Russia-Trump election collusion. He said, questions have been raised about whether I know of direct evidence that Mr. Trump or his campaign colluded with Russia. I do not. I want to be clear, he testified. Cohen also provided testimony anew that he never went to Prague to help rig the 2016 presidential election with Russians thus undercutting one of the main accusations in the Hillary Clinton-funded Steele dossier used by the FBI to justify a Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act warrant on the Trump campaign in the final weeks of the election. I've never been to Prague, Cohen testified. Cohen also publicly debunked a BuzzFeed News report in January that Trump directed Cohen to lie to Congress and provided evidence to Special Counsel Robert Mueller's office. Mueller already has disputed the report, And Cohen did, too, for the first time Wednesday. Quote, Mr. Trump did not directly tell me to lie to Congress. That's not how he operates, he testified. Cohen said he did overhear a conversation in which Trump advisor Roger Stone, himself now indicted by prosecutors, gave the future president a heads up in the summer of 2016 that WikiLinks was about to publish hacked emails from Democrats. Fascinating for MSNBC viewers, but Cohen alleged no crime. And any journalist, and there are many, who used WikiLeaks information and published it over the past many years, knows it's protected by the First Amendment. Okay, so no Russian collusion, no trip to Prague, no direct instruction to lie, and no secret effort asking WikiLeaks to hack the DNC. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff for the Trump defense team. Now, Cohen did claim that he and the president engaged in a complicated series of transactions to hide hush money payments to alleged mistresses from his campaign reports. That could be crime, writes Solomon, just like the effort by Hillary Clinton's campaign to disguise its payments to Fusion GPS for the infamous anti-Trump dossier as legal payments to a law firm. Actually, it's not a crime. 
and I've explained this 10,000 times on TV and radio. It is not a crime. And the former chairman of the FEC has said exactly the same thing. Yet absent proof that Trump knowingly did so and believed the payments were benefiting his campaign, which is also a requirement of the statute. Most hush money payments are designed to protect family from embarrassment. It's hard to imagine prosecutors bringing a case on Cohen's word and evidence alone. In the, in the end, Cohen did little today to add to the body of knowledge affecting the president's legal jeopardy. In fact, in some instances, he may have helped the president by debunking claims in the Steele dossier and declaring as a Trump insider that he saw no evidence of collusion. And it goes on. He's right, John Solomon, as usual. This backfired on the Democrats. And if the president's lawyers are listening, as they typically are, we need to get a transcript. Obviously put in a footnote that Mr. Cohen is a confessed multiple felonious liar. But that didn't stop Congress. The Democrats in the House were very, very impressed with Mr. Cohen. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You owe the IRS back taxes, you know, like Sharpton often does. You're no stranger to anxiety, and it's justified because the IRS can take your paycheck, your bank accounts, even your home or business. Here's your lifeline, Optima Tax Relief. Optima knows that tax problems can affect anyone, contractors, truckers, small business owners, teachers, you name it. And Optima knows that behind every tax problem are families with paychecks, savings, and homes that need to be protected. But Optima can't help if you don't call them. Imagine no more demand letters, no more threatening calls, and no agents showing up at your home or office. Now take a deep breath and relax. Optima's got your back. Optima has resolved over a billion dollars in tax debt for their clients. They're experts in IRS Fresh Initiative And they're the folks I trust to end your IRS nightmare. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free confidential consultation. Call 800-499-6300. 800 499 6300 800 499 6300 Doron, Paramus, New Jersey, the great WABC. Go. Hello? Yes, go right ahead, my friend. Yeah, Mark, I was... uh First of all, I want to tell you that I listen to you every night that I go back from work. Thank you. And I think you are a really gentleman and a scholar. And I learned a lot from you. I'm 56 years old. I came to America 35 years ago. And I came from Israel. And Israel have an issue for all these years. The issues in Israel is not Bibi Netanyahu. It's the system. Mm -hmm. There's too many parties. There's too many people voting for small party mm-hmm. and it's not Bibi it's the system and what happened is he's got to do deals in order to pick up a, a, you know the government it's and like the Italian system they're just a zillion parties and nobody gets 50 51 percent of the vote you maybe you'll get 36 seats tops you know 34 seats and you need 60 61 seats you got to work all these deals with these tiny parties and uh 
And to Ron's point is, you got to make deals. Yeah, and 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 this is the major part. So this is the major problem. The problem is that they don't have other choices. He cannot get in power by himself and run a country for at least four years, mm-hmm. and then suddenly in the middle of this, in the middle of his term, they don't agree, and they. It's like now they they okay let's go for another election and that's mm-hmm. a problem and it never ends and it's not because of corruption it's just uh, just all these things are excuses you know yeah but this attorney general's jumped into the void see and the the police that did the investigation were pressuring him and it's really quite a disgrace what they're doing this is a great man he's a great leader he's going to go down in the history books not just of uh, Israel but most of the world. Yeah, 100%. I tell it to all my friends when I go to Israel. You're going to see Bibi Netanyahu going to be one of the biggest and number one in in history of, of Israel. Mm-hmm. He's going to be one of the biggest and one of the strongest leaders Israel ever had. He's and a, I'll tell you, and, and particularly these days, it's just uh, it's scary what they're facing. Duran, thank you for your call, my friend. Much appreciated. Let us continue. Rosalie, Las Vegas, Nevada, the great KDWN, K-Don, go. Hey, I think it's a really sad day when we are um, disappointed all the time, but yet what's more even disappointed in our leaders is we can't, we don't even know what's true anymore. And Which subject are you talking we, about? Well, just about, you know, Michael Cohen, if he, if, yeah. it makes real, it's so sad that, that, you know, you, you that someone could stoop um, to that place, and you, shame on him for not saying anything in the first place, and shame, doubly shame. I mean, if he's lying, because you know, people just how much more can we take? It's, it's well, we are not in the nation of and people. Uh, the problem with a hearing like this, it is that you get a guy up there who's a convicted liar, who's lied to Congress before. And he's just up there trashing the president of the United States. And it's not the forum for this. You can't really uh, respond to it when you're president. And he's over in North Korea. He's trying to keep that uh, inbred in a box. And uh, they could care less, the Democrats. This, this, there was no purpose to this hearing other than to trash the president. The media wanted the hearing. The media pushed the hearing. They got their hearing. They're running with their ratings. They're running with their headlines. They're selling their advertising. And that's all they give a crap about. All right, my friend, thank you for your call. Do you wake up in the morning feeling sluggish and have to drag yourself through your day? Do you feel bloated, tired, and out of shape? Eating healthy is a habit, but most of us don't really know exactly what we should be eating, right? How much we should be eating and how to properly prepare it. This is why I drink Field of Greens every morning before I start my day. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. Helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Now this is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com and get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. Now, you know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouseLevin.com, offer code LEVIN. He's here. He's here. Now. 
Broadcasting from the underground command post. Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811-877-381-3811. Donald Trump's company cuts check to cover profits from foreign governments. Now, that's interesting. It's in the Washington Times. I haven't seen it on TV blaring across the screen. President Trump's private business empire said it has turned over to the U.S. Treasury Almost $200,000 of profits collected from foreign governments that used the company's properties last year. Now, not that it did, but then how has he violated the emoluments clause? Trump organization, now being run day-to-day by Trump's sons, wrote a check Monday for $191,538 cover benefits the company received from events, hotel stays, and other spending from foreign governments at their hotel in Washington and other locations in 2018, according to the AP, the Associated Depressed. So um, the lawyers need to move into the courtroom, I believe it's in Maryland, quickly, maybe in D.C., they were form shopping, and say, okay, the, the basis for the emoluments clause suit has now gone away, even under the ridiculous interpretation by the judge, it's over. The nomination was made to fulfill the promise made by Trump prior to his inauguration when he drew controversy for not divesting himself fully from his global real estate company prior to taking office. You know, when I look at the corruption of the Clintons, and then when I see Trump bending over backwards to comply with all these rules, some of which don't even apply, and the disparate treatment it's just incredible. The nomination was made to fulfill the promise. Critics cited clauses in the Constitution. It's a clause. That prevent any president from accepting payments or gifts from foreign and domestic leadership without congressional approval. president was never accepting payments from foreign governments. He has a business empire. He doesn't even run the business empire. He wasn't accepting payments from foreign governments. These are services. Somebody uses your hotel, they pay, just like American citizens. You use the hotel, you pay. There's nothing special about this. But Trump and his family and their lawyers went three steps beyond the, they had to go. And still they're sued. Mr. Trump also said he would prevent conflicts of interest by not personally negotiating deals with foreign entities and bringing in unaffiliated councils to inspect domestic deals while he's in office. So he's done all those things. As promised. Now, the House Democrats introduced sweeping Medicare for all bill. They already introduced it. Does it concern you, ladies and gentlemen, that they are so quick to introduce bills that will absolutely destroy your health care, your insurance, the kind of medical attention you receive, and they were able to do this within weeks? They're geniuses, these Democrats. And when they're on TV, don't they seem like geniuses? So Reuters points out that the Democrats in the House unveiled an ambitious proposal. All their proposals are ambitious. They don't say radical, left-wing. It's ambitious. 
to move all Americans, listen, to move all Americans into the government's Medicare health insurance program, tapping into public frustration over the rising cost of health care that has become a key issue for the party as it seeks to gain control of Congress and the White House in 2020. This is a mouthful, and this is amazing. So the Democrats are introducing this not because it's wise. They're introducing it to gain control of the White House in 2020 and the Senate. Now, Reuters didn't mean to reveal this, but they did, and we already knew it was true. Now, tapping into public frustration over rising cost of health care. I could have sworn we were told over and over and over again during the Obamacare debate that Obamacare would drive down the cost of health care. Remember that, Mr. Producer? I think we said over and over again that it was a lie. Now, the same forces that perpetuated that hoax on the American people wants to perpetuate another one, Medicare for all. They know that word Medicare is very, very popular, particularly with seniors, right? And so they steal it. Medicare for all. It's like democratic socialism. Medicare for all. The bill unveiled by Democratic Representative Pramila Jayapal from Washington State would transition the United States health care system to a single-payer Medicare for all program funded by the government in two years. (coughs) Excuse me, I'm fighting a bad cold here, as you can tell. And yet I, with a cold, stuffiness and all that comes with it, and very clear thinking about this stuff. Two years. You'll have no say. No say. Single payer. That's it. It's the DMV. The legislation is the party's most high profile. And First of all, who the hell is Pramila Jayapal? I don't even know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly. I don't mean to be disrespectful. I'm doing my best. I'm using phonetics. Are we allowed to use phonetics? Pramila Jayapal from Washington State. Thank God Pramila Jayapal from Washington State is rewriting our entire health care system for you, for your spouse, for your children, for your friends, for your parents, for your grandparents. Thank God we have Pramila Jayapal, a congresswoman. Can you say congresswoman anymore? A congressman? Any- I think you have to say congress it. A congress it from Washington State. And she's just swell. And I know you've all heard of her. And she's in charge. She's written the bill introducing sweeping Medicare for all. Thank God we have her, whatever her name is and whoever she is. Now, let's see. Let's go with the propaganda here. Americans are literally dying because they can't afford insulin or they can't get the cancer treatment they need, Jaya Paul said on a call with reporters on Tuesday. Now, let's... Let's, I have a question for you. How can this be? Again, we were told Obamacare would fix this. Remember? 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 We were told Obamacare would fix this. Obamacare didn't fix this. We were told massive government payments into these various insurance plans, Medicaid, Medicare, they would fix this. But it didn't fix this. Nothing fixed it. Apparently, we have all these people dying because they can't afford insulin, Mr. Producer. Are you aware of this? 
How many people, I really want to know, how many people are dying because they cannot afford insulin? Is it one? Is it a thousand? Is it 10,000? Is it a hundred thousand? How many? There are some things that should not be provided through the for-profit market, she says. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have a little secret for you. Insulin is produced by the for-profit market. The syringes are produced by the for-market profit. What happens if the for-profit market, for-market profit, whatever you... What happens when you take capitalism out of the mix? We know, rationing. Look around the world. They hate capital. They hate it. Medicare currently serves about 60 million Americans who are 65 or older or disabled. Jayapal's legislation would eliminate the age threshold. You seniors better pay attention to this because your Medicare program is going to be utterly destroyed. The new Medicare would not require any beneficiaries to pay premiums or deductibles and would not charge payment patients co-pays or out-of-pocket costs after receiving care. I can hear the clapping. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No premiums. Listen to this. No deductibles. No co-pays. No out-of-pocket costs after receiving care. This is great. Where do I go to get this? Cuba. Or as they say in New England, Cuba. Go to Cuba. Do any of you think this is going to work? No premiums. No deductibles. No co-pays. No out-of-pocket costs after receiving care. Do any of you really believe this is going to work? Can you see the lines now showing up at these urgent care places, in the emergency room, at your primary doctor, at the spe- Can you see the lines, the lines? And you think these doctors are going to put up with this? You think they're going to say, I'm going to work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and just keep pumping out whatever it is we pump out? You think they're going to keep doing this? You'll see an overload in the system because all the pressure is going to be on demand and crush the supply. And that's what happens with these Marxist fantasy land ideas. The idea of Medicare for all, writes Reuters, was first proposed by independent Bernie Sanders. He's not an independent. He's a Marxist. As a single-payer system in 2017 would largely replace private insurance, it gained traction among Democrats running from on and on. Now listen to this. Reuters Ipsos poll back in August found 70% of Americans support some sort of single-payer system. I'm telling you. Some days it's just tough. It's tough to get behind this microphone. 70% of America. Hey, we'll give you a free house. What percentage of Americans support that? Oh, I do. I, I, I do. 90% of Americans do. Wow, then we must do it. <clears throat> How immature have we become as a society? No sober thinking whatsoever. E- even the media pushing this crap. You know it can't work. You know it won't work, as a matter of fact. So we're going to destroy the most rational, competent, humane delivery system on the face of the earth called market capitalism. And we're going to replace it with bureaucrats and politicians 
And I'm sure that won't go anywhere. That won't go haywire. That'll be just perfect. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. the great WVNN. Go! Hey, Mark. Yes, sir. WVNN. Um, we know that. Anyway, you are, you are so spot on with this thing. And to further support what you're which, saying... Which thing? Which thing are we talking about? With, with this global initiative of the same as the DNC and the same people that are going after Benjamin Netanyahu, if you remember when, when Obama used taxpayer funds to try to interfere with the Israeli elections. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Oh, absolutely. Okay. And then you have Debbie Watson and Schultz. In other words, he was the Vladimir Putin, as far as Israel was concerned, interfering in their election. Correct. And in fact, he, he sent people over there to actually interfere and, ham- and hamper Benjamin Netanyahu's mm-hmm. uh, chances of getting elected, but he still won. Mm-hmm. You're right. Okay. Now, then you have to have, you look at uh, Anwan, who was interfering or computing information for Debbie Watson and Schultz on DNC you know, operatives and congressmen. Turkey's dictator. Right. Okay, but then you have then you have Stephen Wasserman, who is Debbie Wasserman Schultz's brother, who's in charge of the armed It's not Wasserman, it's Wasserman. What? Go right ahead, sir. Okay. <clears throat> but anyway, you have Steve, who's in the DOJ, who's her brother, who makes sure that Armwad doesn't tell the connection with Debbie Wasserman Schultz and the Pakistani Intelligence Service. Well, sir, you have this all figured out. Could you please go on my face pay, Facebook page and write this out? Yes, sir. I've got it written out, and I'll send it to you. It's very, very Just put it right up there on my Facebook page for the whole world to see. Thank you, sir. Let's continue, shall we? Corey, Jensen Beach, Florida, the Mark Levin app. And I hope you all have downloaded the Mark Levin app. It's free right now. Wink, wink, grab it. Go right ahead. Uh, way ahead of you, Mark. I've had it on my phone a long time. Thank just you. just wanted to point out how utterly disgusting and unbelievable it is that all day long they had all this Cohen stuff. You could not find any information at all on the trump Kim Jong-un meeting, which, as we know, is infinitely more important than anything that was going on in Congress today. And the, to the extent they cover it, they mock the president. They second-guess the president. He better come out with these successes, the president. Meanwhile, their great hero, Barack Obama, he lets them arm up to the teeth. Same with the Russians and the Chinese in the South China Sea. In fact, Obama's not even uh, uh, happy enough that they're arming up themselves. He helps arm up the Iranians. And this President Trump, he has to deal with all of it. Well, it's just absolutely disgusting that... Uh, that and this guy, so- Cohen. Let me, let me ask you something, Corey. This is a disgrace to the legal profession, is it not? Where is the uh, American Bar Associate? Well, the fact that the guy has, you know, done everything that he could in his power not to be a lawyer, right? He's, he's audio taping, right? He's, he's, uh, he's a crook. He is a, he's a criminal. He's taping his clients, including the president of the United States. What are you going to do with that other than blackmail somebody? <laughs> oh, man. And, me, and meanwhile, the Democrats... You got to listen to this this idiot chairman of this committee. Forget his name already. And that's the, oh Cummings. Yes, uh, at the end, you know we're here. We're defending democracy. Demo- no, you're not. You're destroying the country. You're not fooling anybody. And the idea that they tell Michael Cohen go ahead and testify so he can further violate attorney-client privilege. 
none of them would ever allow their private attorneys to talk to anybody about anything, now would they? Not at all. Not at all. Thank you for your call, my friend. Judy, New York, New York, the great WABC. Go ahead. Hi, Mark. Thank you for taking my call. Um, Oh, goodness, goodness. Okay, Michael Cohn. I got a laugh. Um, He's calling Donald Trump a con when it's so interesting that Michael Cohn himself, he's the professional con man for sure. He's been caught in lies. He's uh, done crimes unrelated to anything with President Trump. And his criminal and lying activities, Mark, um, if you add them all up, he should really be put away for like over 120 years. I find it interesting. I wonder who gave him this cushiony deal to only serve three years. I wonder why. And we know why. Because they want him to smear. How come, how come he doesn't get the same kind of sentencing that the uh, prosecutors are pushing on Manafort? It's unbelievable. Let me tell you, he, all these crimes are with the IRS and with the taxation. He should have got over 120 years, Mark, and they're only like saying three years because they want him to sing the songs that they want him to sing. He's lying through his teeth, absolutely. And you know something? He himself said there's no proof of collusion, and that's what it was all about. It's like so ridiculous. And you know what? I really hope... That this backfires on, they're not Democrats. I call them Democrats. They're demonic. Really? I call them left-wing radical kooks. But thank you for your call. I appreciate it. Paul, quickly, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. K-E-L-O, our great affiliate. Go. Good evening, Mark. It's a pleasure and an honor to talk to you. Thank you. Uh, um, you know I what, want- Paul? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold you. That wasn't fair to you. Hold on. We're going to take you after the uh, bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. When the going gets tough, a tough get. Mark Levin. Call him now at 877-381-3811. Five things business owners can count on from LegalZoom. Number one, reliability. For two million people have used LegalZoom to start their businesses. LLCs, S-Corps, nonprofits, DBAs, and more. You can use LegalZoom to get started the right way. Number two, experience. They've been helping all types of business owners for over 17 years. You can count on LegalZoom to help with all the details. Number three, helpful support. They have the right people standing by and ready for your questions all based in the U.S. Number four, legal advice. Hello, legal, legal Zoom isn't a law firm, but they have a network of independent attorneys licensed in all 50 states. They can review contracts, help with employment law, and advise you on many of the hurdles that pop up when you're running a business. So it's not this hourly charge stuff. They are just terrific. And finally, number five, no surprises. LegalZoom provides complete transparency with upfront pricing, customer reviews, and a satisfaction guaranteed. Check out LegalZoom today to see how they can make life better for you and your business. And don't forget to enter Levin at checkout to save even more. That's LegalZoom.com, L-E-V-I-N at checkout. Don't forget so you can save more. LegalZoom, L-E-V-I-N, Levin at checkout where life meets legal, LegalZoom.com. And they have really muscled up their services. Absolutely outstanding, outstanding organization. Ben, Queens, New York, the great WABC. Go. 
Hi, Mark. How you doing? Okay. How are you? I'm good, thank you. First of all, thank you for all you do to help preserve our freedom, and thank you for sticking up for BB when so few will. Well, That's thank first. you. Um, the other thing is, you're talking about Medicare for all and the, the terrible impact that it's going to have when the government takes control and they get to decide everything about our health. But the hypocrisy is incredible when you consider what Ben Sass introduced in the Senate the other day regarding the, the babies that have been born and whether or not they should be saved and all the Democrats are saying mm-hmm. that they should, that it's really between the doctor and it's between the, the, the mother and so on. All of a sudden the government doesn't have a role, but with yeah. all the rest of us and everything else, it, it's, it's breathtaking. Yeah, and you, and you make a good point here. And the same people who do not believe in saving babies once they're born now want to control our health care system. I don't trust them worth a damn, do you? How could you possibly? Next thing they're going to want the old people. And by the way, that's no joke. And I, I, will, be atta- I, I will be attacked for this by agreeing with you tonight. It's no joke. And, and let me tell you something else. Once we have this single-payer Medicare for all, which is all you know Soviet-style health care, and they run out of money and they have to ration, what do senior citizens think is going to happen? I don't, I, I bet when they I run out of money it. and they have to ration... Well, they're going to go first. That's what they're going to get at the end of the line. Yeah, you're probably right. Well, sir, I have a very good percentage, you know, being right. Anyway, thank you for your call, my friend. Let's continue. Let's see here. Mike, what is it, Rich? Oh, I forgot Paul, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Go ahead, my friend, K-E-L-O. Hey, Mark, thank you for taking my call. Appreciate talking to you. Thanks for holding. You bet. I just wanted to say that people should listen to your November 9th, 2016 episode and and wonder why they at least didn't listen to one of the smartest men on the radio. I mean, imagine all the things that we could be talking about and the country is, could, be, could be advancing what on. What the hell was I talking about? Such. What was I talking about? Well, I mean, you, you told America now. The whole media, everybody is coming after Trump. The All right. Lay everything on him. And look at what we're talking about. Everything for two years. You know, actually, it was the day after the election because you could smell it during the campaign and how disgusted and angry. The saddest people on election night were the people you were watching on TV, weren't they? Yep. They, they, they were, oh, my God, what happened? It's like they got hit by a truck. Oh, my God, what happened? Oh, or they're nauseous, yeah. or they're sitting on cucumbers, or something. Or their their, their faces—they just, oh no, I can't. Can you believe? No, I can't believe. And every second thereafter, they've spent trying to rip them down and push them out. Why well, people should have listened to your November ninth, and at least you know, not taken heed, but you know, at least, oh, this is what's coming, and look at it—it's happened. That's very very sad. Thank you, my friend, Paul from Sioux Falls. We appreciate it. Let us continue. Mike, Walled Lake, Michigan, the great WJR. Go. Good evening, Mr. Levin. Yes. I, I first want to start off by saying thank you for educating us on a nightly basis. You are the ultimate patriot, my friend. The well, ultimate. you're very, very kind, no, but no, I, no. Want, I want you to do me a favor. And by this, I want everybody in the audience to do me a favor. We have a couple affiliates out there, <clears throat> just a couple. The vast majority of our affiliates are wonderful. But just a couple. They keep threatening to remove this program. So I want people to sign up for the Mark Levin app as fast as possible. I want you to go to the Mark Levin 
show.com page, marklevinshow.com page. We can handle all of you. It's the main, it's the mothership. It's the main website for this program, marklevinshow.com. Once you go to the top right-hand corner of that page and type in the word podcast and download the Mark Levin app so you will always have it with you on any device you have and you can always listen to the podcast. So, Mike, I'd like you to do that, too. Go right ahead. Absolutely, my friend. As a matter of fact, I uh, I tap into Alexa on a daily basis to get uh, back shows, too. And yeah. it's extremely, but nightly, you educate us. And bless you, my friend. Um, you are the ultimate patriot. I, I, I listened to today's programming on some of the channels that uh, this uh, investigation over the, the attorney and then uh, also... Michael Cohen. Uh, yeah, the Cohen debacle. And mm-hmm. uh, it, I don't even think the Democrats should call themselves a Democrat. It's like the Sleaze Party. Mm-hmm. And, um, and what they did to our newest Supreme Court justice. And uh, just they're absolutely pathetic, uh, Mr. Levin. And uh, I tell you what, our president, and I'm really proud to say he is our president. Right. And uh, there is no one, no one that has ever come close with, with, with the exception of Mr. Reagan. And I'll tell you what. Uh, I, well, that's, pro- that's one of the reasons they want to uh, take him down. It's one of the reasons they want to take him down, because, uh, because he's effective. I mean, I mean, can you imagine what this man would be doing if he wasn't facing this kind of sabotage? Wow. He, he's, he's, like a, he's like a bulldog, Mr. Levin. He, he's absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. And look what he's doing uh, with these summits. Look what he's done with our friends in Israel. Absolutely spectacular. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Bless, bless him, and bless you for what you. Well, do thank you, us. my friend. Oh, no. You're very, very kind. All right, Mike. God bless you. Let's continue. Alicia, Weymouth, Massachusetts, XM Satellite, go. I am from actually around from Randolph, Massachusetts. Very diverse. You are from where? Very diverse. Hold Randolph, on. Massachusetts. What is it? Um, Randolph. Oh, Randolph. Got it. Randolph. Yep. Yep. My brother actually works for Barstool Sports. Uh, big, big oh, Barstool the, uh, Sports. That's a fun place. Thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Very, very into that. And Bob Kraft, whatever. Okay, you know, whatever. We got ba- bigger things to worry about. <laughs> but I'm 32 years old. Work for my family. My dad owns a company. My great grandpa. Hold, hold on one second. Hold on, hold on one second. Can you say my first name? M A R K. Go ahead. Mark. Oh, Mark. now you know that. Oh, no, you want me to say Mark? That's Mark now you know that's how you would normally say it. Mark. Well, I work in sales, so I try to put my, you know, yes, my, yes. my best foot forward. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I just need to say thank you because I am 32 years old and I am on that cusp of a millennial person, but I was raised with the right values. Uh, you know, if you can't if you can't pay for it, you better do it yourself type of person. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I work hard. My great-grandfather came over from Poland. He invented the first pneumatic air ram for plastic. Really? And that is how we got our business started. We don't, that is the, the, the smallest part of our business now. Um, we make conveyor systems for Gillette before they were P&G, Hostess before they went out, all of these places. And uh, so coming from a family that was immigrants, they came over from Ellis Island and probably not legally. I can't, I don't know, but you know, they made the best of it. So I'm all for heart. And I grew up in a very diverse, very, very, very diverse 
town. But I understand all of it. Like uh, like Bernie Sanders. He grew up in a diverse town, too, Vermont. So to be All shades important. of white. Yes? Go right ahead. I, 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 I love everybody. I do. But I, I'm not... I don't. I, I don't love everybody. Well, you know... All right. You're right. <laughs> I don't love everybody either. But I, I love that you answered the call today. I appreciate it. But I just want to say thank you because... In my age, I have friends that we can't talk about this with people we grew up with. Everybody considers, because instantly I am a Trump supporter and I am a Republican. I'm pro-choice, but I am a Republican mostly financially. And growing up in a family business, I want that to thrive. And I understand where it goes, but I can't talk about that with friends. because I'm Well, then, may I make a suggestion? It's terrible. May, may I make a suggestion? Yes, absolutely. Seriously, I'm serious. Get some new friends. At least start working on it. All right, Alicia. Thank you for your call, my friend. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You know, my friends at X-Chair, they're at it again, constantly tinkering to make an already superior product even better so that you can work in even more comfort and be that much more productive. Now, you can enhance your X-Chair's performance and protect your floors with incredible X-Wheel Blade Casters. They use urethane wheels, and they're driven by butter-smooth, whisper-quiet ball bearings and are built to last. As if the X-Chair isn't comfortable enough, now you can add a set of X-Wheels and take your performance to the next level. Take advantage of X-Chair's new financing option and pay as little as 30 bucks a month. Seriously, for less than the cost of a daily cup of coffee, you can take your comfort and productivity into the stratosphere by getting yourself an X-Chair. X-Chair is on sale now for $100 off. So where do you go, Mr. Producer? Where do you go? Exactly. XChairLevin.com. XChairLevin.com. One more time. XChairLevin.com. Or you can give us a call. 1-844-4X-Chair. 1-844-4X-Chair. X-Chair comes with a 30-day, no-questions-asked guarantee of complete satisfaction. Go to XChairLevin.com. XChairLevin.com. Go there now. Use X-Wheels, and you'll get the free wheels. X-Wheels. And you'll get the free wheels. But the key is to get the chair. I'm telling you, it is a magnificent chair. I'm sitting in it. I'm working on this, what I think is going to be maybe my best book. And I'm working on it morning, noon, and night. Around radio, around Levin TV, around Fox. And I'm very excited about it. I'm trying to finish it as fast as I can, another two or three weeks. Get it all cleaned up, edited, get my footnotes in place, and then... Get it out to you. That's the goal, right? That's the goal. Ronnie, Hamilton, Mississippi on the Mark Levin app. How are you? I'm fine, sir. Uh, I enjoy your show. I listen to you every night. Thank Man, you. I, I, know. Thank I just you. Wanted, to, wanted to say uh, I, I'm 54 years old, and I, I know I'm a redneck, whatever you want to call me. But well, I would If you're going to go to this health care <laughs> for all, how, how in the world are you going to pay for it? 
I, I don't understand that. I, this this world is coming to they're nuts. Free. It's all about getting free. That's that's what. Well, it's Ronnie, all about. at the same time, it's health care for all, with no payments. We're going to have a green new deal that'll destroy capitalism. We're going to have free college for everybody. I mean, every institution in this country is under attack by these absolute goofballs. Well, I don't, I don't understand it. I, I, how, how are you going to pay for it? You're not. I, 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 I'll also say this, sir. You know, all due respect to President Trump, I, I, I love the job he's doing. What really I think really pisses off Democrats more than anything in the world is is he's done something that nobody else has done. He's a businessman. He's went in there and showed the world that it, all it takes is a, a level-headed businessman to run this nation like it's supposed to be run. Mm-hmm. And, and the politicians have, have done nothing but screw us over for years. It's, it's totally it's totally unwrong. You know, it's totally wrong and unjust. I agree and, with that. And the way they the way they do things. But sir, I, I, I like I said, I enjoy your show. I listen to you every night, man, and I, I I thank you for everything you do. And God bless you, Ronnie. Thank you, man. I appreciate you, Anthony. Another part of the country. We go from Hamilton, Mississippi, to Queens, New York. Sirius Satellite, go. Hey, Mark. Thank you for being a patriot, man. Thanks. Every you know, every day I put on a uniform. I got to deal with criminals. That's not a problem. I love doing it, and I've always been proud of this country. I love this country to death. But today, I was actually embarrassed what they did. They deliberately did this on purpose. Wait, they delayed it. If you remember, yeah, they delayed it two weeks ago, specifically because once President Trump gave him the date, he figured, let's do this while he's over there. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens to diplomacy ends at the shores. You know what, man? I also want to thank you for the app. It's the best thing in the world. Sometimes you can't get out of work. When you want to get out, you can't listen to your guy at 6. But with a little overtime, you get home at 9, and you can unwind. And I want to thank you because, you know, sometimes we go through a lot of stuff during the day, even though we're inside the building in criminal court. Yeah. And hearing your voice at night, its I can't even tell you how much it helps out. So Aren't you kind? Just want to thank you for everything, man. Thank you, you Mark. You too, That's Anthony. Cool. God bless you, my friend. I really want you folks to get the app for a lot of reasons, but I'm telling you, it makes listening very, very convenient. One more time for the evening. Go to marklevinshow.com. That's my main website, marklevinshow.com. On that page, in the upper right-hand corner, there's a search box. Type in the keyword podcast. That's it. doesn't mean you have to listen to the podcast that minute. I want you to have the app, the device. So you can listen to it whenever you want. So nobody gets between you and me, my beloved audience and me. You don't know how much more I'm going to be doing this. You don't know how much longer. I'm not, these aren't uh, signals. Don't read the tea leaves. I'm just saying it always helps to have it. MarkLevinShow.com, upper right-hand corner of the page. Type in podcast as the keyword. Literally, I'll take you 20 seconds to do this. You don't think you can do it? Really try it, or, or have somebody with you who will help you do it. George Manhattan, boy, we're hot in, in New York today. George Manhattan, New York, WABC, go. Yeah, hi, Mark. Uh, yes. I don't know if you remember, but there was a boat ride years ago with the WABC, and I shook your hand, and I gave you a six-foot uh, tape because you had a three-foot rule. I said you're going to need that tape <laughs> in the future. Now let you me tell let me tell everybody what you mean. We were on a boat. I was local, 
Uh, and there were about 400 people there. And we were doing it for WABC. It's the first public event I did related to radio. I, of course I remember this. This is like 15 years ago or so. Right. You called me a comedian. Yeah, because I said I have a three-foot rule. Everybody stay away from me. Three feet right. away from me. Because right. the people were crowding me on the boat. I said, how the hell am I going to, what am I going to do here? Right. But, but I, I, was, ju- I was just kidding around. I gave you a six-foot. Yes, space. you did. And you went on and you actually measured it. Okay. I remember right. you. All right. The other thing is, I've got a history you don't know about. I think The Seeds of Deception is going to be a book maybe I'm going to write. It's about the media starting in the 50s. Don't get mad at me. Call back again, George. I got to go. I apologize. That's what that music means. I'm out of time. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel, all local, state, and federal law enforcement. Thank you. Good luck, Mr. President, on what you're doing. And I'll see you tomorrow, right? Right here. God bless.